Jaguars Digital. Jaguars, Jaguars Digital. Jaguars Drive Time. Brian Sexton, John O'Shea, Ashlyn Sullivan. Jaguars Drive Time starts right now. Welcome in, Jags Drive Time. J.P. Shadrick in for Ashlyn Sullivan, who is out. Training camp is here. Brian Sexton and John Osier are here as well as usual. Good morning, gentlemen. Brian, how are you? I'm I'm great. You realize where Ashlyn's headed, right? I mean, she's going to hallowed ground. Her brother is graduating from the University of Alabama. Oh, God's country. Of course. Why not? Yes. Uh, uh, and you know what? That's a, that's a fine excuse. Yeah. When did they start giving degrees from Alabama, JP? Was that, <laughs> has that been recent? Well, it's funny, they give a lot more out than you would think uh, over oh, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, You can print uh, them let's online. Get to, <laughs> let's get to our big things today. Let's go right into it. Big thing number one is the strange training camp start. Players reporting, but it's unlike anything we've seen before in the National Football League. There's daily testing, a ramp-up schedule once players are allowed in the building. Players around the league, though, some are opting out of the season. So all this, John, has turned into a situation that we really haven't seen and we might not see again in the NFL. Well, it's very much a... You're basically taking OTAs, which I love, as everybody knows, and training camp and sort of pushing them together. And it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. If this works, if... If the quality of play is not horrible in September, at some point in the future, you could see the players trying to push for this, trying to get rid of of, of, of the previous offseason. I don't know if that'll happen. It'll probably enter into the conversation. But it's certainly going to be different. Uh, I'm still intrigued over the next couple of days how many players around the league opt out. I think that's the most interesting part right now. I expected testing coming in to have covid positives this week these don't concern me that much it's how players it's how the stats start going once players get into their bubbles if that's what you if that's what you want to call them brian this is uh this is a weird one i mean obviously you have to the, the players have to pass three times have negative tests before they even enter the building there's going to be some virtual work until then but just the the way this thing is timed out you know it's it's a tough one because you, it's not a bubble situation. We'll get to the other leagues here in a minute, but this is a really, really different scenario. Well, I saw a photo on one of the social media sites um, that was the Detroit Lions locker room and the way that they have revamped it. I assume the Jaguars have done something similar, though um, none of us have been in, so we don't know. But they had two lockers, and, and at either end of the two lockers together, they had a big piece of plexiglass, like a plexiglass wall. Um that to me spoke to how weird this really this really is. And that and you know normally we'd have the schedule of when training camp starts and what they're doing every day through the preseason right up until the point of the final cuts. And and I can be honest with you, until our call the other day, I, I had no idea what was going on. And and when you start mapping out, you know they've got a four day ramp up and eight days of conditioning. And, I mean the first time that we're going to see what looks like a training camp practice isn't until I think the 17th of August. But then there's no preseason games. What? Right. So the next game is the first game. And, John, you said something earlier about, you know, the quality of play. And if it's not too bad, i got to be honest, I'm not very optimistic that we're not going to be able to see it. I, I think this is going to be early on. It's going to be a little bit 
bumpy. Now, teams that have quarterbacks and coaches that have been together, it might be better. But I, I think we're going to see why you need an offseason. I think what you just said is the whole key, Brian. Teams with continuity, and unfortunately that doesn't include the Jaguars because of Jay Gruden coming in. Uh, I mean, teams that have experienced quarterbacks who have some uh, common language with coordinators, I think they have an advantage. We'll see if it plays out. All right, guys, let's get to our second big thing this morning, how other leagues are dealing with COVID-19. We've seen the NBA bubble, and so far, at least, it's been successful. No negative tests lately in the NBA. They're starting regular season games going towards that playoff coming up. NHL is about to begin in two different bubble situations. They only have a short period of time, really, in those leagues. They're only playing to get into the playoffs and finish. The Major League Baseball schedule, a little different, 60 games. They're not in a bubble. They've already had one outbreak with the Miami Marlins. Uh, NFL will not be in a bubble either, and they're trying to play the full regular season. So other leagues have you know, different scenarios, obviously, with schedules to be played, Brian. Um, that's why I think that bubble situation can work a little better for NHL and NBA because they're close to the end of the season anyway. Well, you're exactly right, JP. And, and take into account the number that some people may or may not have seen. 344 tests in this first round with the NBA and zero positives. So the bubble is working. And, and from what I understand, they've been militant about it. You know, you can't leave the bubble or then coming back in as a quarantine. I, let me give you another number because the NFL is not operating in a bubble. Um, we all took our shots at Alabama. Now you all can take your shots at the Jayhawks. But at KU, where I went to school, and of course I followed them, they did their first round of testing and they announced the results yesterday. Now it's for all fall sports. So volleyball, cross country, football. Yeah, they do play a little brand of football there, but not real good. Um, 156 tests, no positives, right? And that's not a true bubble situation. And those are college kids. So at least, you know, from one example, not being in one of these shutdown bubbles is working. Maybe Corona didn't know where KU was. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, John. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, there's a question in the Ozone mailbag later on about this, so I won't get real, real into it. But this is clearly uh, the way this will work. The success of this is going to depend on player diligence and coaches' diligence. But you know, the people going into the pseudo bubbles of the NFL, how how they're lives are away from football and how their families are as they're away and they can't do the same thing that the other leagues do so that's going to be the key how do they keep their lives from getting into the nfl if you will and i don't know the answer to it i do believe or hope that everybody reads about the Miami Marlins situation and that rather than that being a signal that there will be an outbreak, you hope that the league and the players within look at that and say, that's what can happen. This is real. We have to be really careful. And uh, fortunately, at least so far for Major League Baseball, the team that they were playing had zero positive tests after that series. So that's a good sign at least for Major League Baseball moving ahead. Big thing number three today, gentlemen. The league and the Players Association worked together and negotiated for the good of the entire NFL to get a deal done to make this work. 
it's not ideal for either side. There are no preseason games. Obviously, the ownership would want at least some preseason games here. The players wanted the, the safety of their players to be foremost. And I think everybody in, in, in the past, these two sides have had their arguments over the years. But, Brian, it seems like this, this time around, they did it for the greater good. And so far, so good. Well, you know, the, the labor negotiations the last couple of rounds, as you just mentioned, have been acrimonious. I mean, and that's the way it's supposed to work. You're supposed to have both sides fighting for what they believe in and then people coming to an agreement. But this was a real test because you didn't have that year ramp up, right? And you didn't have the extended negotiations. These guys had to get in a room and get something done. And both sides had significant issues that had to be solved. I mean, it was a big gap that had to be met, that had to be crossed. And they got it done. So, you know, credit to them, to Roger Goodell and Demory Smith and their teams, because these were not easy. Players had to give back money. Owners had to have concessions with respect to 2021 and beyond. Um, this was a real high pressure negotiation because they didn't want the embarrassment of what baseball went through when the players and the owners just kept digging their heels in and pushing back on the season. So a great credit to both the players and the owners for coming together and finding a great place in the middle. Yeah, I think uh, a couple of things came into play. One, they both had incentive to get something done because, yes, they both gave, but I think both sides, and, and it probably took the players a little longer to realize this because you're trying to get information out to guys who aren't necessarily in conversations. But both sides had incentive not – you didn't want to mess this up because you didn't want the league not to be playing because that benefits nobody. All of a sudden, you'd have, what, a, a two-year absence with no football? No side wanted that. And they had already completed their CBA talks. So that acrimony was gone. And I think there was, I'm sure they benefited from, hey, we talked about this. We talked about this. This is already done. They weren't trying to gear up for a huge CBA talk, which I'm sure had to have helped there be no acrimony between the sides. But all that said, huge credit for getting this done. And it looks like the talks are not going to be what delays anything. Corona, who knows? Yeah. It's worth mentioning also, JP, sorry to step on you there. It's, it's worth mentioning, Roger Goodell gets a lot of grief from the fans, and, and some of it's rightfully earned. But in this case, since getting the CBA done in late March, right, pushing through and then pushing through on the draft and then keeping everyone focused on getting the season started, he's been very keeping this train on the tracks. Now, how long it can stay on the tracks is anyone's guess. We'll talk about that more when we talk about the bubble and how things work inside of it. But you got to give Goodell credit. If you've been willing to give him the baseball bat, you know, give him the bouquets right now because he's the yeah, no doubt, Brian. Uh, let's come back. We've got plenty ahead. We're going to go on the Ozone Mailbag. That's John's favorite segment, obviously. He gets to read his own mail publicly. We'll do that here in a moment. Uh, we'll also get to some top tweets. It's a busy time on social media with the players reporting to training camp. And uh, then we'll preview what's ahead a little later today. Plenty to come. We're off and running. It's Jags Drive Time on the Jaguars Digital Network.
DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 35 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the mid-100s, and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. Pinpoint, the official signage partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, helps business decision makers like you maximize the impact of their brand. Your company's identification, advertising, and even the words you use make an impression on your clients. With Pinpoint as your coach, you can make sure it's a good impression. Pinpoint provides a creative design and production services for anything you need to enhance your brand, from custom signage to complete marketing solutions. Step up your game with Pinpoint and create the ultimate brand experience for your clients. Visit experiencepinpoint.com. You can step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters. Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Pitbull's Pit Barbecue is showing support for frontline heroes by creating a Feed the Frontline campaign. Help support our local doctors, nurses, and hospital workers by donating meals to honor their brave and dedicated efforts during this difficult time. Call 904-332-7427 and donate today. And you know what? I'm down the road, guys, from the original Bonos here on Beach. So I went the other day. Um, three meat salad. That's my order at Bonos. So wow. I, I know you guys are wondering. No, like maybe you weren't. Okay, fair enough. The Ozone. Yeah, it is time for our look into the Ozone mailbag. And let's get right to it, John. Arthur from Drexel Hill. Is it too late for the NFL to rethink the bubble idea that the NBA and the NHL are using? Well, in fairness to Arthur, this email came in right after the Marlins outbreak. So there were a few reactions like this. You know, I don't think it's it's too late to rethink anything, but I think it's, I think the NFL thought through everything at the start. If the bubble concept had worked for the NFL, if that had been remotely feasible considering the length of season, considering the number of players, I think they would have tried it. I already believe, guys, that the NFL is getting as close to a bubble as they believe is conceivable. If something would go amiss and they would have to rethink things and try to do a shorter thing at the end of the season, maybe you could have some contingency bubble. But to try to do, what is it, 21 weeks, uh, I don't think there's any appetite for that. And I, I can't see them doing that because it's just, like, it's just not logistically feasible. I think that's it, the logistics of it. The NBA has one bubble, right, in Orlando. And JP mentioned that the NHL has two bubbles that they're working from in Canada. You'd have 32 different bubbles in the NFL because logistically bringing the size of organization together that the NFL requires, it just does. It would take longer to ramp that up than, than the remainder of the season if they started now. It's 
It's a huge undertaking. The other thing is, when this conversation first started about players going to hotels and staying in bubbles, there was a lot of pushback from professional athletes about how much time they'd be away from their families. I think if you said to them bubble, you'd have a lot more players opting out and waiting until 2021 because they don't want to be away from their families for the next five months. Coaches either, staff either. Um, so, yeah, I think it's too late for them to do anything more than they've done. I think the appetite point is, is good one, John, because and and it's just the sheer numbers, right? NBA teams have, what, 12, 15 players, a handful of coaches, some personnel staff around them. Three or four NBA teams as a whole make one NFL team with 90 players, 80 if you're counting what's going to happen in the training camp, the staff all around them, traveling party of 150-plus, uh, big difference in numbers in the NFL. Let's go to Darren from Jacksonville. Have you heard any estimates of what COVID-19 is costing the teams? The added expenses of testing and COVID precautions can't be cheap. Just curious. Yeah, the only estimates I've heard, there was a story a while back that the testing itself was going to cost, I think, what was it, $75 million for the league, uh, which comes out to about $2.5 million per team. There's no way that's the only expense in terms of what they're having to incur to get everything set up. You know, there's no doubt it's costing them a lot of money, but the money that you would lose by not having a season dwarfs that. So, uh, yeah, it's a lot, but from their point of view, it's, it's a necessary a lot. Millions to create billions. I mean, that, the profit margin is going down, but make no mistake, NFL owners will not lose money. That's not the idea of this business, at least. Uh, anyway, let's go to William from Merritt Island down on the Space Coast. How will the new opt-out affect Unique Ngakwe? Yeah, this is a tricky one. Um, you have to understand the opt-out and exactly what it means. I don't think it's going to affect him at all because my understanding is if he opts out, it only pushes everything back a year. And that means that his situation, he would not get out of his situation if he's trying to get out of Jacksonville until 2022. And the big element there, and I want to make sure I get this right, if he is to opt out, what he has to do first is sign the franchise tag. If he signs the franchise tag, then that means by opting out, he would then be under a one-year contract in 2021. So my, you know, I can't speak for Unique. I haven't spoken to him. All indications are he wants freedom as quickly as possible. If he signs that tag, then he's on a one-year deal that everybody thought he was going to be under in 2021. The Jaguars could still then theoretically franchise him a second time in 2022. For him, I think the opt-out might create more problems from his perspective than he would want. And uh, so I don't think he'll be opting out. But as I've said a million times, he, he's a unique cat. I, I can't predict the action. I doubt he would opt out. Um, we, we've talked about this ad nauseum um, with Unique, and, and John's right, it doesn't impact him at all. He has no leverage. He gains no advantage by opting out. $17.8 million smells like freedom to me. <laughs> sure. And hasn't he already, I guess, self-opted out by saying he's not playing for this team anymore? I mean, in theory. Well, he is, but so. people are talking about could he possibly opt out 
use the system despite the team. Right. And I don't think that's possible for him. I don't I, think so. I'm just not sure that's going to be a deal for him this year. Right. He has no leverage. Right. He has no leverage, and the owners are not about to give leverage back to franchise players. That's right. Uh, there you have it. Our look inside the Ozone mailbag. The latest Ozone posted now on Jaguars.com. Plenty still to come. Top tweets. It's been a busy week on social media. We'll hit some of the highlights around the Jags and the National Football League after this. It's Jags Drive Time on the Jaguars Digital Network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 35 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the mid-100s, and a wide selection of move-in-ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to without notice equal housing opportunity you can step up to luxury now hello i'm dan fields whatever you're driving you can step up to luxury now plus get our fields amenities which include complimentary loaners car washes and our cafes make this your year to step up to luxury at fields cadillac mercedes-benz porsche land rover jaguar and lexus when it comes to the ultimate car buying experience there's only one name that matters fields and fields matters because you matter the fields auto group proud partners of your jacksonville jaguars at vistar we believe in better and that means treating people better with friendly personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952 a smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch an online or phone chat for those quick questions and a call center that's open every day if you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Top tweets. Top tweets. Top tweets. Top tweets. Oh, yes. Top tweets as Jags drive time continues. JP Shadrick in for Ashlyn Sullivan. Brian Sexton with us. John Ozier, senior writer with us as well. Let's get to the top tweets of the week. And, you know, players are reporting back to the buildings this week, including Jaguars quarterback Gardner Minshew II. At Jaguars puts out this tweet. That QB1 flow with uh, Gardner Minshew doing his best Ronnie Van Zandt impression walking into the building, John. That's fantastic hair. What a fantastic head of hair. I mean, it's, it's uh, I think we're all a little envious. I know I am. Uh, Brian, that's something else, isn't it? (laughs) Now, if he can play, right? I mean, he can walk the walk. Now, let's see if he can talk the talk. He's done all the right things in the offseason, at least we've seen so far. And I know, uh, I think he's on the schedule a few days out now to speak with the media. That will be a fun press conference uh, coming up in a few days. Uh, Let's go now to the players added to the reserve COVID-19 list on Monday. This is new in this preseason here in the, the training camp, four rookies, including draft pick cornerback Josiah Scott. The team is not allowed to explain why players are on the list, but the player can 
And here's what Scott said. He said, my first test for COVID came back positive, but he was retested multiple times following days after that. Those results all negative. First test was a false positive. So we're all good. Just had to do the protocol. This is a different one, uh, Brian, because, you know, players can come out and say why they're on the list, uh, but the, the organizations cannot distinguish why they're on the list. They can't, they are not allowed to. Yeah, and, and I'm sure there's some HIPAA uh, violation in there if they do. The interesting thing, as far as I'm concerned, is when you put them on a list that says COVID, reserve, don't we already know? I don't know. I, that's the, no, no, I not mean, necessarily either. because right. there are some differences there, and a player could be put on that if he even enters the protocol, is my understanding, because he said he was around somebody. So you really don't know. But, yeah. It, you get my point, point though. The reason that. he's right. on the list is is because there's been either exposure to or they've tested positive. Right. So it's COVID related, not knee, hip, ankle, shoulder related. Right. right. And then they're leaving it up to the player how much he wants to get into what he went through, which I'm not sure there's really another solution. Again, the major concerns here aren't necessarily from a league perspective, aren't necessarily if a player tests trying to get into the bubble. It's if there are outbreaks once they're in the bubble. And I think fans would be good to realize there's a major difference there. There were going to be players tests trying to get in because they've been out everywhere. It's what happens now that they are into the program. And uh, to get off the list, my understanding is it's a case-by-case basis. The league officials are involved as well, and I'm sure there are negative tests included in that. It's still a little unclear exactly how each player gets off the list because it is a case-by-case basis. Our final top tweet. Well, we go to um, Brian's homeland of Kansas. Uh, the Kansas City Royals, actually it's in Missouri, but the uh, they put out, welcome to the Royals family. Patrick Mahomes, hashtag always royal. They've announced that Patrick Mahomes became a minority owner. He signed a 10-year deal recently with the Chiefs, up to $503 million, $140 million guaranteed. And Brian, he is uh, investing some of that in Kansas City sports. Well, let me tell you, my family's all in Kansas, and we moved there in 1981 when a guy... You may have heard of the name George Brett, owned Kansas City. He was the favorite son. And not since George Brett and the Royals won the World Series in 85, has there been a player on any team, Royals, Chiefs, anything, that has captivated Kansas City like Patrick Mahomes. He goes to the MLS soccer games. He goes across the state when the St. Louis Blues were playing in the Stanley Cup and leads a contingent of Kansas City fans over there. He goes to high school football games. He is not just a great person from everything I've heard and a great player, but somebody that that city has completely embraced for the first time since George Brett. It's interesting to see. The people there love him. Not just the player, the person. He's no Freddie Patek, but beyond that, pretty good shape. (laughs) There's probably not a lot of people that remember Freddie Patek in Kansas City anymore. (laughs) They're all gone. That's a heck of a pull there, John. It really is. Uh, We're back in a moment. Our final thoughts. Doug Marone presser coming up a little later today. We'll preview that and then this afternoon's shows as well. Uh, A few minutes left. It's Jags Drive Time on the Jaguars Digital Network.
Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 35 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the mid-100s, and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. Hey, Jacksonville, this is Joey D. from Bono's. I just want to let you know that we have now reopened all of our dining rooms. We appreciate all the love that you have showed us during this crisis. For over 71 years, we have been here for you through good times and bad. Our award-winning barbecue and our unbelievable staff look forward to seeing you soon. Be safe. At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates, saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Final thoughts here on Jags Drive Time. J.P. Shadrick in for Ashton Sullivan, Brian Sexton, John Osier, and here we are. You know, if you're, I know, I don't know about you guys, but for me, it's we've been in the house since March, right, doing these shows, and it's just a little weird feeling now to see players back around the building virtually, but not being there around them and not going into that locker room and, and chatting with guys about the season ahead. Uh, it's a little strange that it's here, but today is the first media availability. Doug Marone uh, kicks us off at noon today, John. This is a different feeling, obviously, preseason. Yeah, and again, I think this will feel, when we look back on it, I think it'll feel like OTAs piled on top of training camp. I think once we're over there for practice, which for fans, my guess is that'll be August 11th, August 12th for some non-contact. And then you get going full bore August 17th. Once you're there, I think it's going to feel like training camp. Right now, again, feels like a weird OTAs where they're conditioning. We'll do some, we'll do some interviews with them, try to get people abreast of the storylines. But yes, to answer your question, it's weird. I expect the whole season to be weird on some level. But this period right now for us personally, for all of us here on this call, has to be the weirdest yet in terms of football. I don't, I don't think this year will feel like football to me at all um, because we're, we're not going to be around the players and coaches like we are. I mean, let's be honest. Walking on the field with a coach in the morning and, you know, getting his take on how the meetings went last night or, you know, who played well and practiced the day before, it, that's so invaluable to what we do. And then, you know, walking off and getting to know a player. Choose one. Juwan Taylor last year. Josiah Scott this year. Uh, you know, what they're about, what's important to them, uh, that kind of stuff, the personal stories, it's it's what we do. It's why people are fans of the game. They want to get to know the players and coaches before they watch them on Sunday. So it's just going to be a weird year. 
All right, we get cranked up today. Doug Marone at noon. We'll have Jaguars happy hour at 4 o'clock. The Doug Marone Show debuts for the season at 5 o'clock on the Jaguars radio network. Brian, John, great job, guys. Thank you for allowing me to sit in today, this morning. Thanks for being here. Thanks, JP. All right, guys, that'll do it. It's Jaguars drive time on the Jaguars digital network. Have a great day.